Welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. He's my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. Hey, Dad. Yes. This one's kind of deep. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. What do you wish you were better at saying no to? Okay. Um, I wish I was better at saying no to the munchy cravings mm. when you're sitting in the sofa watching something and you know that you have something. Yeah. That is just in the pantry, lonely. Accessible. Without you. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, I'm not hungry. But you know, no. And then you kind of struggle back and forth for a little bit. Yep. And then eventually you end up getting whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish I was a little bit better at that. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of those things that just calls to you. Like if you have something in your house, it just sits there and calls to you. And people say, well, you shouldn't have in your house. Well, I... You know, sometimes you want something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing to have. I just would rather be able to say no to it a little more than yes. That's my thing. Yeah, that's a good one. For me, I would say I wish I was better at saying no to my new ideas. Um, okay. I am a creative individual, so I am eternally coming up with new ideas. Yeah. And I want to do all of them. Yeah. Every single one of them. And You're very passionate. Yeah. And there's like, I, I literally, this is, this is probably so foreign for some of y'all who aren't like this, but I literally come up with at least one to five new ideas per day. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be random deep thoughts. It could yeah. be something I think I should start doing. It could be something I think needs to change in the world. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. But there's like, there's like five of them per day. Um, and I want to say yes to all of them. Yeah. It drives me crazy sometimes because I'm like, I, I want to do all of it. And it's like, you can't, you know, yeah. you got to say no to most of it. And let's say it's like an improvement thing. You can only do one thing at a time, really, maybe two. Yeah. And you got to stick with those one to two things for like months. Mm-hmm. And that, that is, that is a job for me, man, because <laughs> yeah, you want to go on to the next thing. Yeah. Like every, every week. I could start a new thing, but I just wouldn't stick with any of them, you know? So I wish I was better at saying like, it's a good idea. It's not a now idea, Mm -hmm. you know, or it's not a good idea because some of them probably aren't that good. You know, I need that person with discernment to be like, you know, that's a future thing or no, that's great. Go with that now. You know? Um, So I wish I was better at saying no to that, that little eternal idea voice. It's true. So... All right, um, let's go ahead and dive in with the main topic. Okay. So our main topic for today is the idea of mindset. Mm -hmm. As we've been discussing over the past few weeks, we've been doing the personal reboot, talking about the importance of reflection, and now we're kind of getting into the what to think about, Yeah. what we need to develop, Mm -hmm. what we need to change. And so I'm kind of curious... If you could define mindset for us, because it's also one of those words that sometimes we can say it, but not know what it really means. Yeah. A mindset, 
I'll, I'll use a couple different ways to illustrate it. One, it's it's your worldview. And when I say worldview, what I mean is kind of how you see the world. In other words, we all have in our mind our own pair of glasses, like these glasses here, mm-hmm. to where when I put them on, I see things a certain way. Yeah. And every person has a worldview that they see the world through. Mm-hmm. Every person is is in their mind wearing a pair of glasses. And those glasses really uh, kind of show what they really think of the world mm-hmm. and how you view things that come from the world. Um, when I was in high school, when I first got a pair of glasses, I didn't know I needed glasses. So I uh, went to the eye doctor, I forget even why I went. And they're like, oh, you need glasses. Okay, so I got glasses. I put them on and I went outside and I looked at a tree and realized that they have individual leaves mm. where I thought it was just kind of a mash of stuff. Oh, because I didn't know. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So when I put the glasses on, I saw the individual leaves of trees Mm -hmm. far off because I can't see things far away. And and that just it was like, wow, I didn't realize what I was missing. Right. And so each one of us has a worldview. And it's it's kind of the way we see things. And it's almost like glasses in our mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what we do when we're looking at the world and that's kind of what sets our mindset. Yeah. And it's almost like through how you're born, number one, there's the Mm -hmm. genetic side of it, but then two, what happens to you in life? Yeah. You almost don't even realize you have the glasses on. Yeah. You don't, you You don't even realize it. I mean, we live in a world today where everyone just assumes that they know everything, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm right. You know, you, you just can't see what I'm seeing. Yeah. And the truth is, is it's a difference in your glasses. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a difference in your mindset. It's a difference in your worldview. Yeah. And it's so important because mindset is kind of how we view what happens in our lives. It is. It's, it's yeah. less a question of what and it's more of a question of how. Mm-hmm. It's what what lens am I going to interpret the event of my lives through? Yeah. Um, we hear a lot of conversations about attitude. You yeah. know, the the world's like, oh, you got to have a positive attitude. You got to have a good attitude. Well, your mindset is kind of the analytical side of your attitude. It, it it's the side of, well, attitude's almost the result of your mindset, mm-hmm. maybe is how I would put it. When yeah. you have a mindset that is interpreting things positively, you're going to have a more positive attitude. Yeah. When you have a mindset that's interpreting things negatively, you're going to have a negative attitude. Um, yeah, and it's how people a lot of times see life, where people have a tendency, like you said, if 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 I have an attitude, a worldview that everyone's out to get me. Mm-hmm. So when anything happens to me, well, it's never my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, if the if if coach had just put me in, like Uncle Rico said, Uncle his Rico, whole life, yeah, you know, or or you know, people at work, people work with people who they always want to blame. It's the boss's fault. It's the coworker's fault. Mm-hmm. It's the copy machine's fault. It's never their fault. Well, that's that's a worldview. That's an mm-hmm. attitude that comes from their worldview. Yeah. Everyone's out to get me. Mm-hmm. And we see that a lot in our society today. People kind of walk around with a chip on their shoulder mm-hmm. thinking that everyone's judging me mm-hmm. when most people aren't even thinking of them. But in their worldview, everybody is. Everybody's mm-hmm. judging them. Yep. And so that's how they look at everything. Yeah. I'm thinking of someone in particular right now <laughs> that, that I know that yeah. he... Walks into a room, thinks everybody's judging him, but really, he's the first one to judge people. That's and true. a lot of times, their 
quote unquote judgment of him mm-hmm. is a response to how he's been <laughs> treating them. So it's like yeah. a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is. Um, mindset is a, okay. Have you ever wondered why some people can be in a really tough circumstance, but be doing fine? Yeah. You know, have a positive attitude and why some people can be on the best vacation in the world, drop in, well, give the cruise example. Yeah, I was reading an article the other day because one of my goals, bucket list goals, is to go on a world cruise. I don't even know if I'm going to like it, but I just the idea of going around the world on a ship sounds exciting to I me. I feel like you'll like it. I think I would. <laughs> but, uh, but I was reading this article about it because I want to re- do some research into it. Mm-hmm. And, and the person said that when they went on one, the amazing thing to them was there were people that after a few days of being on the ship started complaining Mm -hmm. and were complaining about every little thing. And here they are. They've spent multiple thousands. Mm -hmm. Because a world cruise, the cheapest one I saw was around $30,000 up to over (sighs) $100,000. Depending on how long you go, what ship you go on and all that. So, um, But these people have spent large cash Mm -hmm. and then they want to nitpick Mm -hmm. every little thing and not enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And he said it was amazing to him that they would do that. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, this isn't right. That's not right. Instead of kind of looking to the positive, Mm -hmm. they're on a world cruise. Right. Very small percentage of the population ever gets to do that. Yeah. And here they are kind of whining and complaining about it. And what's, I guess, kind of to bring it back was, What's odd is that people can be in the same situation, mm-hmm. but depending on how their mindset is, yeah. they're going to interpret it in a totally different way. Yeah. I mean, it's the same world. Yeah, Everybody's lives have negatives and positives. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is some people who, from the outside, there's more negatives than positives, yeah. are positive. Yeah. And then there are some people who there's way more positives than negatives in their life, and they interpret life as negative. Yeah. It's all a question of mindset. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's it's so important. I don't think I can really even overemphasize how important mindset is to the way that we walk through our daily life. Yeah. And a lot of people think that, well, you mean if I just have a positive mindset, everything's going to go well? I'm not saying everything's going to go well. Mm-mm. But a positive mindset will help you enjoy it a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. That's exactly When you right. find the good, mm-hmm. when you find, uh, okay, this right now is going bad, but I still have this. You know, the whole people talk about gratitude today and all that. Yeah. All that is is finding the good in things, a good mindset. Um, talk about you said you and Zach the other day were talking about the video game uh, illustration oh, yes, with mindset. Yes. Talk about that. Yeah. So um, I was talking with one of my friends about how a lot of times there are these CEOs and business owners mm-hmm. that have started like seven or eight companies, all of them failed. And then it was like their ninth or 10th company that just worked. Yeah. And I was talking with them and I was like, man, isn't it crazy? Like they just treat life like it's a video game. They're like, man, this business failed terribly. It died. Time to restart and try it again. Yeah. And it's like, they treat life as if it is a video game. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, you do things in video games that you would never risk in real life. Because in real life, a lot of times we have this view like you only get one shot. So if you mess it up, it's over. Yeah. However, these very successful CEOs, these very successful businessmen almost treat it more like a video game to where they're like, yeah, if I mess up, I can just start again. Yep. It'll be start over. Yeah. Yeah. All I got to do is, I mean, I just go back to level one and get it. I mean, you can have that view of money. 
That's right? True. Like you can be like, oh, there's never enough. There's never enough. I'm going to, or you can have the view of, oh, golly, that costs a lot. <sighs> well, I can always earn more money. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's two very different mindsets. It is very and different. The, the way that you view that yeah. will totally shift how you interpret your life, yeah. how you approach business, how you approach finances, how you approach other people. Um, it, it's, it's almost like we need to start treating life a little bit more like a video game. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. I love that point. Because if you don't take life so seriously, mm-hmm. I think sometimes our trouble is we take life so seriously that we shoot ourselves in the foot yeah. because the mindset is I can never start anything for fear of failing. Yeah. I can never give anything for fear of not having enough. Mm-hmm. I can never try to be adventurous for fear of messing up or making mistakes. Yeah. And life happens in the midst of all that. Yeah. Life happens in the midst of mistakes. Life happens in the midst of you know, the good times and the bad. And yeah. that's where mindset's so important because if you have the the better lenses, the better view, mm-hmm. well, now it almost empowers you to be able to really live life. Well, it empowers you that if you go through something where maybe a business fails or, or you know, you make a big mistake in mm-hmm. one way or the other, mm-hmm. it helps you to kind of, okay, what can I learn from this That's right. so I don't do it again? Right. You know, like like on a video game, you're you fighting the boss on level two to get to level three. Well, he beats you the first time, mm-hmm. the second time, the third time. Mm-hmm. But each time you're figuring out how to go a little bit longer till eventually you beat the boss. That's a great way of looking at it. Because mm-hmm. then it totally shifts the way that you see barriers. Yeah. Because if you can approach it like a game yeah. to where you're like, oh, I'm just learning. I'm just yeah. learning to be able to win. There's yeah. a there's a video game out there called Dark Souls. I've never played it, but I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends who have played it. And yeah. the whole point of the game is it's literally designed to be difficult, yeah. like punishing you time after time after time. You are going to die yeah. hundreds of times in this video game to even get halfway through. Mm. And it's people like it yeah. because people like the feeling of a challenge, overcoming yeah. the challenge and yeah. then the satisfaction afterwards. They get that satisfaction. That's good. Me personally, I don't want to play the game, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but if you view life that way, yeah. because life is challenging yeah. for everyone yeah. in some way, it's challenging for everyone. Yeah. But if you view it through a positive lens, well, every failure becomes a learning experience. It does. It helps you grow. Mm-hmm. Every, every failure is a step towards good things. And yeah. I want to emphasize something you said earlier. Having a good mindset doesn't mean bad things don't happen to you. Yeah. However, when you have that a, a good mindset, which I believe is scriptural. Yeah. I think it's scriptural to be able to have a mindset of love, of life, of joy. Mm-hmm. It empowers you to be able to what happens in you stays good. Yeah. I heard a quote that said, what happens to you doesn't matter as much as what happens in you. Mm-hmm. And I think a great example of that is mom. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, <clears throat> a few years ago um, in 2016, I believe. 16. Um, yeah. My mom was diagnosed with glioblastoma, which is a very aggressive form of brain cancer. Yeah. And she did end up passing away uh, in late 2018. But what was crazy is after this initial diagnosis Mm -hmm. and this time in the hospital where we almost wondered if she wouldn't make it because some infection happened and and it was really rough when she snapped out of it and Mm -hmm. and was able to go back home yeah she was more positive yeah more joy filled yeah than i'd ever seen her Mm -hmm. and she was already in a good spot you know she was already a great person but it's almost like she 
uh, evolved into just this next level, you yeah. know, that, that I didn't even know was possible. She probably didn't even know was possible. Yeah. I will never forget when she told me one time, every time that she woke up after her surgery, she just thanked God she was alive. Yeah. Now she had to get a port, mm-hmm. which is a, a, bi- a big thing that they put in your chest and inject medicine into. Um, she had to go to the hospital consistently throughout that time to yeah. be able to get that stuff maintained. There were plenty of times where she had to, you know, get infusions or, or mm-hmm. things that are from an outside view, not good. Yeah. They're not fun. They're not enjoyable. Yeah. But her mindset mm-hmm. was so like in line with Jesus. You yeah. know? Like she was just, she was thriving in a weird way. She yeah. was just thriving in the worst circumstances she'd ever had. And that shows me what happens to you does not have to define what happens in you. Yeah. And that's that's what we're talking about with mindset, y'all. Like, we're about to give you some tips. Mm-hmm. But what these tips do and what mindset does is it almost develops this resilience. Yeah, that's this, a good word. This joy that surpasses all understanding, peace that surpasses mm-hmm. all understanding, yeah. like in Philippians 4. Um, it's literally not going to make sense how yeah. steady stable peaceful you'll be now that doesn't mean it's easy yeah no it wouldn't but it does mean that your mindset can be such an integral part of thriving yeah it makes a big part with how you go through the hard times mm-hmm. is what it does it really does and and having mom model that and yeah. then you model that mm-hmm. uh really help give us peace in the process yeah i mean i also think of hurricane katrina yeah um with hurricane katrina you know, we lost everything because our house was on the coast. Yeah. Um, you know, we had to completely gut the house, all of our possessions, because we were gone at the time whenever it hit. Yeah. We're in a big, wet, gross, moldy pile. It was, it was on, nasty. On the side of the road. Yeah. And yet, because you and mom walked with such a peace, mm-hmm. I never really worried. Yeah. It, as weird as that sounds, you know, to say like, Oh, I didn't worry when we didn't have anything and we were yeah. living in some stranger's house, you know, um, but I didn't. Well, I, and and you saw the thing that we did because, I mean, it was it was fearful to lose everything. What's going to happen? Yeah. And, and you just kind of have a I don't know, but I have food today. Mm-hmm. I have a place to live. And, and you kind of learn to appreciate what you do have, mm-hmm. you know, and for us, our family was still together. Mm-hmm. Nobody was injured. Um, the stuff is just the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we modeled that because that's, that's how we really felt. Right. You know, we were happy that we're all okay. Yes. Everything will work out. Now it doesn't mean, I mean, we worked, we, we, I had to drag everything to the street. We had to strip our house down to the studs and rebuild it and all this other stuff. There was a lot of work involved in it, but you can approach it from a different attitude when your worldview is this stuff. Sorry about that. I hit my microphone. Um, <laughs> this stuff doesn't define me. Exactly. And that's that's the, the worldview we had that this is just stuff. Yes. Is it Was it precious? Did we lose things that we wish we hadn't? Yeah. Like all our wedding photos were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, important pictures from the family, but we still had the family. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was kind of a, which one are we going to pick? One mm-hmm. or the other. And so we, we picked that over it. And I think that helped us, uh, your mom and I, 
approach it from that perspective. And y'all probably were the beneficiaries on the other end of it. We were. You didn't see us freaking out or going Mm -hmm. nuts or things like that. And not that we had the answers. We we still didn't know. No. But but we just knew, hey, we've got today. We're here. We're good right now. And and it would have been easy for you to freak out. It would have been very natural. I'm sure. Out of most of the people in our neighborhood, most of the people in in the city mm-hmm. probably just freaked out and were yeah. panicking. And it was it would be a terrible memory for most kids my age that yeah. time. Yeah. But not for me. Because like yeah. I literally have positive memories of being in our house mm-hmm. with everything stripped to the studs. Yeah. Y'all were painting in one room. Yeah. And me and Katie were laying on a mattress watching uh the three musketeers disney edition on a portable dvd player are you serious yeah i don't remember that (laughs) that's a positive memory i have yeah yeah that circumstantially is not really that great of a situation yeah but i was having a good time we all lived in the same room we We did we had that big room where y'all you know had your bed there and me Mm -hmm. and katie had a bunk bed had a bunk bed and i loved that time it was great um that's mindset yeah. That's the importance of mindset, both in physical health, mm-hmm. both in possessions. Yeah. I have personally seen how mindset can help us to live in the blessings God has given us yeah. instead of worshiping our woes, instead yeah. of worshiping the things that are not going the way we want them to. Well, if you've ever been around someone who has a really negative view, they're just not that fun to be around. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, the sun's out today. Yeah, it's probably going to be a thousand degrees. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't man. want to hang out with them. You know, it's that's the people on the world cruise who mm-hmm. spent fifty thousand dollars to go on a cruise to complain. Yeah. You know, give me the fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. I'll go enjoy the cruise and tell you about it. Mm-hmm. If you want to complain, just stay home and complain. Yeah. And and <clears throat> not that you know, like you said, bad things don't happen. Sometimes things can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. But when your worldview kind of gets a little higher and mm-hmm. looks at what's really important. What's the big deal? Yeah. Um, I, I think it changes the way you see it and the way you react. And I think, like you said, peace that passes all understanding. It helps you understand that scripture so much better mm-hmm. because you, you don't have a reason for the yeah. peace. No, I don't, I don't have a reason. Like we lost everything. Where are you going to live? I don't know. And then we got a phone call to the church. Hey, I got a house that did good. Does somebody need it? And I was the one who answered the phone. Yes, <laughs> me. I know someone, <laughs> and that's where we lived. Yeah, um, and that was the one with the room. That was the room with the air conditioner that worked. Mm-hmm. So we all slept in there, and it was great. Um, and like you said, it's a memory for all of us now. Mm-hmm. Where at the time we could have said, "Oh man, we had a whole house. Now we've got this little bedroom and mm-hmm. yada yada," but it just made it fun for us all. Yeah, and and to comfort people out there who think that we're some superheroes or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, after mom passed, yeah, I went through a period of pretty, pretty serious like anxiety throughout mm-hmm. my day, and yeah. that was really rough for me. And a lot of it was mindset stuff. Yeah. A lot of it was I was focusing on like I personally had like this fear that I was going to get sick, mm-hmm. and so like I got so like that was so ingrained in my mind that I'd freak out over that. Yeah, and so I I dealt a lot with that, and that. I, to be frank, it put me like I went through a lot of stuff that I didn't have to go through. Mm-hmm. So that's the opposite end. Yeah. Like, you know, I I put myself through things that I didn't have to go through on that end. Mm-hmm. But then on the other end, we went through things that, you know, 
honestly should have been painful, yeah. but then we're okay because of how we looked at it. So that's yeah. the power of a negative mindset. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I had a lot of stuff to be thankful for in that season of my anxiety, yeah. but I, I got just so honed in yeah. on the negative. On the negative. It's and, easy to do. And it's a daily battle. So next week, we want to be able to equip you guys mm-hmm. with some tools to be able to fight that battle effectively. Yeah. Whether you're in a good spot and you want to maintain it, or whether you're where I was and you want to begin to take steps out of it, we want to be able to help you guys do that effectively. And so we'll hit that later. But for now, we're going to go ahead and move on to a couple questions of the day. Yeah, let's um, do it. That way we can just make this a two-parter. Yeah. So... So one, somebody, this is actually a great point. Somebody asked about last week, uh, we were talking about long-term thinking 10, yeah. 20 years in the future. They said, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. How do I even think long-term? Yeah. So you go first. It's a, it's a good question. <laughs> well, I, I think you have to come to the understanding that nobody really knows. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a lot of times people think that, well, everybody tells me I have to set a goal of what I want to do with my life. True. You know, and, and to me, long-term thinking doesn't have to be necessarily even a specific, I want to be a CEO of this company. Mm-hmm. It can be, I want to be married, kids, and have a great family. Mm-hmm. It could be, I want to you know, own my own business, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you don't have to know. You just have to pick something. Mm-hmm. Just pick something. Even if it's just, I want to live in a great neighborhood and have my house paid off and have a good job that whatever. You know, I'm not saying you have to sit there and say, I will be, you know, because sometimes we hear people, oh, yeah, when I was seven years old, I wrote a goal list in my life and I've met every goal and I'm only 27 now and I'm a billionaire and own the, okay, whatever. You Mm -hmm. know, usually he's selling something. So anyway, what you want to do, (laughs) just pick something, Yeah. you know, even if it's just something, you know, where you don't know, have a million dollars or to be out of debt, mm-hmm. or to have your own business. Just pick something, even if you're not sure. Maybe it's a dream. Yeah. And that's the thing, is sometimes we just have to give ourselves permission to dream. That's a good If point. I could dream of 30 years from now, what my life would be like. Yeah. And then just start. You say, well, what if the dream doesn't come true? Well, you'll probably, like we said on the last show, you'll probably get farther having that than you would not. Mm-hmm. So I would say just pick something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't set it in stone, mm-hmm. but just pick something. Yeah. I mean, I would even take that a step further and say, try to do the Odyssey plan thing where you pick three different things. Yeah. You know, you you don't have to. Once you pick one thing, it's not done. You yeah. know, like yeah. like what we talked about last week, like it's going to be a process of things being adjusted. Yeah. So pick three things, you know, maybe, That's good. you know, let's say you're a single guy and mm-hmm. you've got the family route. I want to be able to have a family, have a stable job, have a wife, have good, successful children in 20 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say you have a single route, like, hey, I want to be living abroad in, I don't know, Spain. Uh, I want to be fluent in Spanish, and I want to be a curator at an art museum because I like painting, you you know, and then boom – uh, maybe your third one is I want to be a big successful business owner. Yeah. You know, I always love working with my hands, so I want to do pressure washing for the whole southeast or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Let's say those are your three options and all of them sound cool to you. 
Well, now that you have these three options, you've kind of clarified a little bit. Yeah. These are what I'm interested in. That's good. These are what I like. Yeah. And you can, let's say, try some what I would call prototypes. Yeah. Uh, try some little experiments in each direction and see which one's is, which one opens up. Yeah. Which yeah. one's good. That's good. Okay. Next question. I've tried journaling over the years and it feels like just one more thing I have to do. How do I get to the point of enjoying journaling instead of it being just a to-do list, list item? Yeah. I think I would do a couple things to help one understand Journaling is a tool and a choice. It's not something you have to do. Mm -hmm. You're not getting paid to journal. Mm -hmm. It's not a job. Mm -hmm. That's can, a good way of putting it. You can do it when you feel like it. Mm -hmm. But I would also get a journal that you think looks good, mm -hmm. that you enjoy writing in. Hmm. It doesn't even have to be a big journal. It can be something small to where I'm going to fill up one page. Um, and then I would experiment with when's the best time for you. Yeah. You know, when when do you enjoy journaling? Like mm -hmm. for me, it was early morning because I'm, I'm usually up. But some people, it may be during their lunch hour. Mm -hmm. They may have a lunch where they can get away from everybody. Some people, it may be at night. Um, but find the time that works for you and just experiment. Just yeah. try new things and just understand you're not going to be perfect at it. Mm -hmm. And journaling is to help you, not so much that you're a slave to the book. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I totally agree. And I guess the one tool I would add that's just a practical application of that mm -hmm. is there is a principle known as habit stacking. You can look it up if you want to get the details, but it's basically combine a habit you want to develop with something that you enjoy. Yeah. So, you know, let's say, well, let's use tea or coffee as an example. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're a huge tea and coffee person. Well, maybe you want to start journaling once a week. Yeah. Um, well, maybe set aside a Friday. And get yourself a good specialty coffee, mm -hmm. you know, or in our case, a good specialty tea yeah. at your favorite spot Much in better. the city. Yeah. And you set that down and you drink the tea while you journal. Yeah. It's so, a good way to do it. Because now what you're doing is your your brain will associate something you enjoy yeah. with this activity. Yeah. And now it becomes something you like. I did this with... Uh, washing the dishes yeah uh i would watch anime while i washed dishes um and man i love washing dishes yeah, now it makes you look forward to it yeah i like i don't mind washing dishes at all yeah. anymore because of yeah. that so yeah. you can do the same thing with journaling combine it with something you just naturally love and enjoy yeah i think that's good mm-hmm all right. Well, that's all the time we got for today. Yeah. We will continue the principles of mindset in the next episode. We went a little long, but I think it was worth it. You I got think to so. show some of the examples of how important it is. But you guys feel free to send us questions on Instagram or on our email. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.